What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Chicago Bulls get embarrassed at home by the Detroit Pistons, losing by 10 points to a team that came into this game with only eight wins on the season. Now they got their ninth with their second loss against the Detroit Pistons this season. Petty Roosevelt is about to cyberbully. We're going to get into it right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. I'm letting everyone know right now, for anybody who wants some high-level analysis, some thought-provoking conversation, I got that for you in a second. But right now, I'm about to get my shit off. Because what the fuck was that? What was that? This is this is the problem with the Chicago Bulls team. You put a competitive team out there that you think is going to compete, and you lose by 10 points to the Detroit Pistons, and Billy Bubblegum, bitch-ass Donovan can't figure out. Uh, you went two of 29 from three-point range. You brought in a three-point shooter in Ernie team. You have Hendry Drell out there as well, who did not see the court at all when you needed three point shooting the bulls got outscored by 30 points at just the three-point line in this game and despite demar Derozan and nikola vucevic giving their best performances of the season combining for 50 points it was not enough drum vooch and 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 demar combined for 70 points out of 95 points for the chicago bulls team i'm sorry i love kobe white love him dearly the 10 points was not enough alice caruso i owe the sumo now caruso did go down with injury but what the fuck was this performance by this bitch ass team this is the problem this is what's wrong with with buying on competitiveness you this team is absolute in a sad state, you can't beat the Detroit Pistons after playing well against the Boston Celtics and New Orleans Pelicans at home in front of the crowd at the United Center. We deserve better than this. And this is what you see the frustration constantly with this dumbass team and this dumbass coach and this dumbass front office that thinks it's okay to put teams out there that can't compete with an eight win team and we're supposed to be being competitive. You talked about the East being bunched up, and we can't win a game against the Detroit Pistons on our own home court. This loss is the perfect type of loss that signifies why this team needs so much goddamn change. And I see you people, Monty or whatever he ends up going by, Gullet, whatever, oh, well, DeMar's going to be back in the Bulls uniform. Well, consider looking at a lot like this as well. DeMar gave a great performance for the Chicago Bulls tonight. Vooch gave as best of performance as he could for the Chicago Bulls tonight. Andre Drummond excelled in his role for what he can do tonight for the Chicago Bulls team. Nobody else supported them. Kobe ain't do shit. Io didn't do shit. Alice Caruso ain't do shit. The ball-headed hoe and Javon Carter didn't do shit. Terry Taylor didn't do shit. Dalen, he did some things out there. I got to give him credit defensively. He absolutely did some things out there. But the rest of this team, the fact that uh, that Billy Donovan saw this team struggling in the way, this was one of the worst three-point shooting performances you will ever see from a team. They shot the ball 6.9%. 
Nobody in this live stream, me, nor me, checked into an NBA game tonight, and we only made two less three-pointers than the entire Chicago Bulls team together. It's bullshit. It's what it is. It's bullshit. And you keep putting this product out here for these fans that keep giving their money. This is, this is absolutely unacceptable. Tough losses against good teams are acceptable. Bad losses against teams like the goddamn Detroit Pistons is not acceptable by any stretch or imagination that you try to give it a... This ha shit has to fucking stop. At some point, you keep looking at this team and hoping that if you stare at it long enough, all of a sudden you're going to squint your eyes and see contender. It's not going to fucking happen. Lonzo Ball ain't walking through that door to save the Chicago Bulls. Zach Levine ain't hobbling his dumb ass through that door to save the Chicago Bulls. It's not happening. And we keep having to deal with this disappointment by bullshit. And the, the Atlanta Hawks, who lost Trey Young, won today. And, and that's that, that. this is the stuff that we're talking about with this team. The frustration levels with this team and with this franchise at an all-time low. And that's what they have earned with their lack of, of activity. We needed three-point shooting. Everybody in the world knows what the Chicago Bulls need. Three-point shooting, rim protection. What has AK decided not to add to this team throughout all his moves? It's three-point shooting and rim protection. It's it's ridiculous. This shit has to stop. And if AK and Eversley really are, if Eversley, listen, I don't even blame. Hopefully Eversley gets his ass the hell up out of Chicago and goes works for an ownership group that's actually going to let him cook. Because working for the goddamn Reinsdorfs and this bullshit is fucking ridiculous. This shit is sad. What we continue to see for this team is absolutely sad. The Detroit Pistons have nine wins on the goddamn season. And two of them come against the competitive Chicago Bulls. What the fuck are we doing? What are we doing out here? This is sad. This is ridiculous. And, and this is with this team of just... The, the, the duality of this team, the fact you can't ever rely on this team to, uh, to keep up any type of level of play at all. You just can't bet on this team to do it. This team can look like they can compete with one of the best teams in the NBA one night. They can lose to the worst teams in the NBA the next night. And this is the ridiculous nature of what you have built here with the Chicago Bulls team. This team is, is listen, I'm frustrated. And we lost to the team that I hate, one of the teams I hate the most in the NBA. I hate the Detroit Pistons franchise, I hate it with a passion. And this is how you come out for a team that played the second of a back-to-back. -back, the Detroit Pistons played with so much more energy. This is what it comes down to when you have a team that absolutely is coached well because Monty Williams has his team coached and prepared. This is crazy. This is crazy. This is this is ridiculous. And I see people blaming it on Vooch. How the fuck you going to blame this loss on I'm sorry. If you blaming this if if you are in this chat right now and you're blaming this loss either on DeMar DeRozan or Nikola Vucevic, you got to go and shut the fuck up. Go find your one titty auntie and go suck on her go suck on her ass and her teeth because you got a better chance in fucking hell at getting something productive out of that than coming here with that dumbass logic. This is ridiculous to see this team perform in the manner in which they did. That's it. This, this is ridiculous for this team to lose against a team like this. This is the Detroit Pistons. And now they got their win back. The win that they didn't get against the New York Knicks, they came out there and they played with more energy than you. They played with more heart than, than you. This is a team in the Chicago Bulls that are supposed to be being competitive. We're supposed to be being competitive. And the eight-win team shows more heart than us. That's a problem. That's a problem that you have to that you have to look at. You have a problem, and it's ridiculous in this. It's ridiculous. 
It's absolutely god-awful and ridiculous that this is the level that we can expect a team to play while they're trying to make a push for the play-in. You sat there after the trade deadline and tried to sell, and tried to sell us on competitiveness? You sold us on competitiveness? You talked about this team being competitive? Competitive? We can't even compete with the team that has the best lottery chances to get the first overall pick. What the fuck are we competing for? Nothing. And this goes back to what I said on the episodes earlier and what we did what, in talking about it. The Bulls are fighting to stay relevant, to, to compete, and all they're doing is, is hurting themselves. Had the Bulls went ahead and trade off some of their pieces, again, we know the Bulls weren't going to get better in that case. Your draft pick gets better. Your chances of, of holding on to your own pick next season get better. Now we're just sitting around, sitting in the same place, going over the same bullshit that we do day in and day out where this team is just going to stay at this same level and nothing's going to come out of it. nothing. It's ridiculous. That's where it is right now with this team. It's, 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 it's losses like this are more than just singular losses. It's the way in which you lost in. You got outworked by a team that came in with less than what you had to fight for and you couldn't fight for it with pride on your home court. That's where you start needing to get concerned at. You got outcoached, outworked, and outclassed against an eight-win team. And that, and then we look at that and we and we know that Billy Donovan isn't going nowhere. We aren't even for sure if the Bulls are going to be willing to move off from DeMar DeRozan. They may pay DeMar $20 million to come back on this team. And what are we doing then? We are fighting to keep and hold on to a team that has showed us the only thing they are tr truly competing with is how much they can disappoint us. That's where the Chicago Bulls team is right now. They're competing with disappointment. That's what they're up against. How much can they truly disappoint their fan base and, our, and this fan base stick around? That's what they're competing with. This team isn't competing for moving up the standings in the playoff. This team isn't competing to try to to try to make some noise in the playoffs. This team is competing for one thing and one thing only: to make Jerry Reinsdorf some money, to 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 be good enough to sell fans on hope, and to sit there and disappoint us every single chance that they get. I tell you what, as fandoms, as somebody with a platform, it's time to stop it. We we got I personally, I'm going to hold myself accountable to this. Gotta stop with the expectations of this team, the, the, the constant, oh, well, if this team does this and then this, they're playing good, maybe they can move up. You look like a bunch of absolutely amateurs against the one easy, this is the only, the only easy game the Bulls have on their schedule for almost two weeks, and you expect us to have faith that you're building something competitive? You haven't drafted well, you haven't signed free agents well, DeMar DeRozan and Alex Cruz, I got to give you credit for. But you have done nothing to, to, to really change the – we've had the same problems on this team for three years. Three years. The only person – the only thing that you brought to this team that helped solve the problem that you actually used was Andre Drummond, and God bless his soul. You called up a player from the G League that's shooting the ball over 40% on nine three-pointers per game, and in a game where your whole entire team goes two of 29 from three-point range, you don't think to check in the guy who's shooting the ball 40% from three that would technically be leading this team in three-point shooting percentage had he been able to do that on the NBA level? This isn't rocket science. This is Billy Donovan is in over his head, and this is the guy you, you hitched your wagon to was Billy Bubblegum Donovan.
Not Billy adjustment, Donovan. Not Billy development, Donovan. Not Billy coach you up, Donovan. Not Billy outcoach teams, Donovan. Billy bubblegum, Donovan. His defining characteristic is his strong-ass hairline and chewing the fucking bubblegum. That's it. And you decided to double down on that coach for, for an unknown amount of years because the extension kicks in next year, and we still don't even know how long the motherfucker's going to be around. We don't know. I hope that Mark Everly goes takes the damn Charlotte Hornets job, and I hope he turns that team around so that we can go back to focusing on the fact that the real problem is here, that the fact that this team does not give a flying fuck about putting something out competitively for their fan base. They don't give a shit about that. It's it's tiring, man. We got 24 games left on the season, and we can't even still say that we can have a level of sustained play from this team. Yes, they got injuries. I know Zach's down, Patrick Williams down, Torrey's Craig's out. I understand that. We got $70 million sitting on the bench. I completely understand that aspect of it. But this same team, without those players, play competitively against the Boston Celtics. The same team without those players played competitively against the New Orleans Pelicans and won that game. But you have the eight-win Detroit Pistons come into your hometown and smack you up? What are we talking about, bro? What are we talking about? It's it's the, the performance from this team is ridiculous. And while Kobe White has been guarded very differently, do not get me wrong, the Detroit Pistons have defenders that can get creative with Kobe White and Monty Williams called a hell of a defensive game. The Detroit Pistons won this game outright. The Chicago Bulls didn't lose this game, meaning I'm not blaming just this on the Bulls' performance. The Detroit Pistons came out there and they outperformed us. But Billy Donovan is so simplistic. With, he's the Luke Getze of, of basketball play callers. You you saw their eye called it at halftime. Other people called it at halftime. The Detroit Pistons were literally trapping and forcing the ball out of Kobe White's hands. You know what Billy Donovan said? Hey, bet, let's shoot a bunch of threes. Hey, bet, Kobe, I know they're double-teaming you. I know that they're putting their, their lengthy defenders on you, but guess what? Just put your head down, get to the rim, we'll figure it the fuck out. Javon, Javon ball-headed hoe, Carter, played a solid game last game. I got to give him credit for that. Last two games he played pretty solidly. But the dude was afraid to shoot the ball today. Javon Carter looked at open shots and said, you know what? Mm, no, I'm good. By the time he went 0 for 4 from the field, again, you have Henry Drell. You have Ernalot Batim. I get it. These guys are not proven commodities in the NBA at all. But you know what, Billy Donovan? You're not going to be able to prove them or develop them as commodities if you're terrified to put them in in a game where you're already losing it. You know what could have happened? I'm not saying that it would have happened. But, hey, what if Henry Jell would have gone in and caught fire from three-point range? You were already losing the game. You were already getting out coach. Monty Williams already pulled your pants down and told you to take it. Billy Donovan, shout out to Billy Donovan for being the TD Jakes of basketball. Shout out to that. If you've ever been swallowed up, Billy Donovan got swallowed up today because fucking Monty Williams bitched his ass out. But you 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 gotta attempt something. Fight back. Get up. What try something? Billy Donovan's like, oh, it didn't go. Run it again. What are we doing? Real talk. As a coach, as a head coach, where's MC? What are we doing? Nothing. This team is set up to do nothing but one thing, disappoint. And this is going to end ugly for the Chicago Bulls. Ugly. It's, 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 it's just disappointing to see your team that you love, that you put so much time into, just, just not give a shit, right? That's what it comes down to. This team doesn't give a shit. The players out there don't seem like they care sometimes. A lot of times we, we have played with a lot more heart this season. Do not let my frustration and my rant take away from that. 
But at the end of the day, when you're a team and you're getting smacked around on your home court, who's the one that steps up? The old men did it. It's a problem when you're over the hill. Players that have been in the decline all season are the ones carrying your team. This was supposed to be the time where I just talked about it in today's daily episode. Iota Sumo and Kobe White have accounted for 35, almost 35% of the Chicago Bulls offense, even with Kobe White going through a shooting slump over the last 20 games. 35% of your offense coming from two players that only take up 12% of your salary cap. But today, Vooch, Dr uh, Damar, Drummond, shout out to the 30 and up crew because they were the only things that made this game respectable tonight for the Chicago Bulls, right? The only thing that you can look at and say, hey, we did something out there. And you think that it's going to get any better? Let's go over the next few games for the Chicago Bulls. We got Cleveland tomorrow. We got Milwaukee at 10 o'clock, a goddamn 10 o'clock start time on Friday. Why the fuck would you do that anyway? NBA, suck my dick. Um, 10 o'clock start time against Milwaukee. Two Midwest teams starting at 10 o'clock like we on the West Coast. Then we got Sacramento, Utah, Golden State, the Clippers, Dallas, Indiana, Clippers again. That takes us to guess what? March fucking 14th. We're halfway through March at that point in time, and every single one of those teams are playoff-level teams, are teams that are slated to be in the playoffs, and I think all over 500. I'll check on Utah's record. They may be a little bit under 500. Then we get two easy games against Washington and Portland, which we're probably going to get our asses kicked in, and then we go right back to a hellacious streets. We got Houston, Boston, in Washington again, ain't worried about that. Indiana, Brooklyn, Minnesota, Atlanta, New York, Orlando, New York again. Detroit, Washington, and New York to end the season. Where's the relief at? Where's the relief at? This is like a porn star checking in for a double shift because you ain't doing nothing but getting ran through, my friend. Ran the fuck through. That's what's coming up for the Chicago Bulls, getting ran the fuck through. That's what's happening. I'm sorry for cussing. I've been trying to do a lot better on this, but this is this is – this is bad. This is bad. Like, like you might as well at least pinch the bitch, right? Like, put the team in. Let them at least try to get one three off. Man, it's it's so disappointing to see a team that, that acts and performs in the way that they do. It's just sad. It's really quite disgusting, to be 100% honest with you. The performance of this team was disgusting tonight. Absolutely and utterly disgusting. That's what it was tonight. Absolutely disgusting. They did not care. They didn't give a shit. They didn't care about those people at the United Center that had to spend their hard-earned cash to come see the Chicago bitch-ass Bulls and Billy Bubblegum bitch-ass Donovan and Javon bald-headed Hoe Carter come out there and get bitched out. That's not what they paid to see. That's not what they paid to see. But yet, here we are. Again, where old man Jerry, Emperor Palpatine, his goddamn self, is somewhere sitting, did the check clear? How many tickets did we sell? Buy another boat. Add another couple of years to Billy Donovan's contract. Where we are right now, especially, and like I said, part of the reason I'm so frustrated isn't just because of losses. Losses happen, right? The Knicks almost lost to this team yesterday. But it's the fact that you try to come out there and pull the wool over our eyes after a quiet trade deadline and try to sell us on a team being competitive. That's what you try to sell us on, the team being competitive. And then we go out and we lose to the Detroit Pistons. That's the competitive nature that you saw on this team is a, a team that can't beat an eight-win team in the Detroit Pistons. That's the competitive nature that this team has. Thank you, AK and Eversley. Thank you, Jerry Reinsdorf. Thank you, Billy Donovan. Thank you for giving us what we what we clearly deserve for following this bitch-ass team, this bitch-ass ownership, and this bitch-ass head coach and Billy goddamn Donovan. That's clearly what we deserve, right? 
Hey, that's what it is. It is what it is what it is, and it's going to be what it's going to be because this shit is fucking disgusting. This loss was absolutely disgusting, and I told you guys. I warned you. I told you motherfuckers that if the Bulls lost to the Detroit Pistons, I was coming in here and putting cases on all these bitches, every single one of them, every single one of them, except DeMar, Vooch, and Drummond. They get passes today. Dalen Terry gets a partial pass today. Everybody else, man. Alex Caruso, shout out for him giving great effort. Shout out to him. You know what? I knew it was going to be a problem when we when our first score when our first bucket of the game had to come through Alex Caruso getting a steal and a wide open dunk. That's what stopped the Detroit Pistons from opening up this game on a six and zero run. Is Alex Caruso being just the craftsman that he is and giving a damn? The Bulls in this game. Let's go over some. I haven't gone over a single. St- I'm pissed off. This is being frank with you. I'm pissed the fuck off. But let's get into it. The Chicago Bulls got out rebounded this game, forty seven to thirty nine. No surprise there. Um, the Detroit Pistons did have more turnovers. Didn't matter. The Bulls had 25 points off turnovers to only their six. Cool. I'm glad you guys won something. That's a great moral victory there. Second chance points. The Bulls actually won that, 18 to 10. Shout out to the Chicago Bulls there. Points in the paint. We actually won points in the paint, 50 to 42. You won the nitty-gritty stats and still got bitched out by double points. This team played so disappointingly today that I don't think it can. I can put into words, even as eloquently as I speak sometimes, that I can put into words in watching this game and seeing this game slip away and watching collectively this team on their face not have any answers. That this team saw this Detroit Pistons team when that lead went up by six and the, and the team saw, you saw it in their face. They weren't going to win this game. You saw it. They didn't, whether it's them not trusting the head coach, whether it's them not trusting themselves, you saw it. There was a, a, a point in this game when the Detroit Pistons went up by six that literally you saw in the faces of every player on this team that they realized we ain't got it tonight on your home court. Six points. They were only up by six, and it literally looked like every player on the team said, I bet. We got the Cavs tomorrow. Let's get let's 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 get let's give it to the Cavs hard tomorrow. That's disappointing to see from this team. That's disappointing to see from this team. And that's just where we are, man. That's just where we are. And we're probably gonna get our asses kicked by the by the Cleveland Cavaliers tomorrow as well, man. Sucks, bro. It sucks. Well, let's see how you guys are feeling tonight. I lost a lot of your guys' comments, so uh, forgive me uh, for that one. Mr. Christopher says, Hayes, can you uh, please explain just what the flying fuck does Javon Carter provide that keeps the G League players from getting minutes? Play them. No, there's nothing other than other than experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boost. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. The hope around Javon Carter uh, uh, and, and the reputation that he brings with him, I can't tell you anything that in practicality that he brings that that 
that shows that he deserves to stay in the rock in, in the rotation. Personally, personally, Keon Johnson says it's not Javon Carter's fault. Billy keep playing him. No, but it is he has a responsibility for playing like a dumbass, and that's that's listen, that's what it is. I had this as an essay win, as an easy win essay. I don't listen. I'm pissed. Uh, easy win for the Bulls. This turned into a terrible loss for the Bulls. Why for the Bulls? Like, come on, bro. Like, like, stop spelling like you, like you trying trying to win the hook on fine spelling bee. Like, what are we doing? Detroit was cheated out of a win tonight last night. The Bulls uh will still make the play-in game because Atlanta is done. Well, listen, Atlanta's won two in a row now, brother. Atlanta's won two in a row now. I can't say that Atlanta's done. And keep in mind, a big part of why Atlanta looked bad is because DeJounte Murray and, and Trey Young don't work. And I think now without having Trey Young, you can see that team maybe start getting into a rhythm. They've won two in a row. We only have a one-game lead now over the Atlanta Hawks. I can't say that they're done for sure. Can't say that they're done. We didn't even give Justin Lewis a chance. Do you realize that Justin Lewis was hurt all last year and he played like shit this year? What are you talking about? Justin Lewis, and I don't think any other teams even picked him up yet. That's because he's still hurt. Billy is lazy. Uh, Antoine Johnson in the building, just like his coaching staff. Listen, get, get all the asses up out of there. Uh, this ain't even Petty Roosevelt. This is Hayes, this Bulls fan right now. That's a fact. That's a fact. Because Petty Roosevelt would have picked up a phone and called somebody. Y'all bitch ass <laughs> need to shut the F up. Nikola Vucevic played his heart out. The only problem is that he didn't get the ball uh, when he got it going. I mean, listen, it wasn't perfect night, but it's not perfect for anybody. But Vooch had his mistakes that he made out there as well. But, yeah, you can't blame Vooch for this loss at all. Face purple. Oh, listen, you and your emojis. Kobe is not ready. Zach is needed, but y'all alongside, hey, pushed him out the door. Wait, no, okay, and you got to shut the fuck up. Nobody pushed Kobe out the door. He was performing at that level. And Zach, Zach is needed. Zach would have done the same thing. Like, how many moments have we seen Zach Levine in crunch time in close games give up on? See, you got to, like, this is a problem with some Bulls fans. People just want to be contrary. The same people that are like, oh, well, this is actually DeMar DeRozan's better than Zach Levine. Now that it's, some people just, you can tell that their parents didn't really love them and they, they're they they're used to the only way that they get attention is to act out because that's a dumbass statement. That's just stupid. It's stupid. And if you don't understand the contextual nature of a basketball conversation, then don't check into it. Let the adults talk. Go sit in the kid's corner because that's just a dumbass comment. Should have uh, just go easy in the paint with the three-point shot ain't falling. Like, what the fuck? Why stop what's working? Well, you got to keep in mind, the other team isn't just letting you do whatever you want to do. They, they, the Detroit Pistons ratcheted up the defense a lot late in that game. A lot. They, uh, a lot. You can't just say, it's not like the Bulls just said, hey, we're just going to stop going in the paint. No, the Detroit Pistons said, hey, y'all ain't shooting worth a damn. Let's pack it in. You're not finna get in here. Like, you, you got to look at that. They got to play Sonogo and see how he does. But I know Billy not going to play him, but he rather plays Terry Taylor. Make no sense. Well, it's completely different nature, right? I don't know if it's even in fully Billy Donovan's control. It could be that the front office wants Adama Sonogo to get those development time in the G League. That's kind of what we saw with Marco. Now, Marco was bad. Adama Sonogo is a lot better. But you can't always just blame it on Billy when it comes down to that. Antoine Johnson says they can't get to 500 to save our lives. Listen. They're never going to get to 500. Never going to get to 500. They're never beating the allegations. Chicago Madhouse Central, I don't blame you, Hayes, going on them, bro. I mean, listen, I really hate getting like that. I hate, I really do, because as a content creator, I feel like it's my job to present and give you guys a really good show, right? As far as, like, well thought out, actually talk about things, break things down. But sometimes, listen, I just got to be a fan first, and that's what it comes down to. 
Hayes, you better rethink those Wizards games. This team will definitely struggle against the Wizards. You can't say definitely. And the Wizards struggle against the mirror. Like, literally. They've lost 12 games in a row. I'm not going to say for sure that they're going to struggle against the Wizards. Now, I'm not saying that it's easy either, but I do think that the Bulls should be favored in that game for sure. Let's see what else we got. Landon in the building says, just bought my tickets to see them in Utah next Wednesday. Hope they don't do, they don't play this bad. Tough L tonight. Hey, I hope not. I hope not. And go back a few weeks. Hayes was in love with Billy and Kobe. No, see, you, again, you're a fucking idiot. And I get it that your mama sucked dick for a living. And therefore, she gave more attention to those men that were paying her for her attention than her own child that had to wait under the bed while their mama was taking loads to the face. I specifically said in that point in time that Billy Donovan's system looks the best when a, when a point guard's playing at a high level. And I gave Billy Donovan credit for coaching a good game. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You're a dumbass. You're looking for attention. And I'm sorry. Like, again, I'm sorry that so many people fucked your mama raw to the point where you have a lot of residual DNA left over from several men that makes you unstable in the head. But watch how the fuck you come in this chat, especially on a day like today, because you will absolutely get fucking cooked. That's what you will get. Don't fucking play with me today. Don't play with me because you will get cooked. Absolutely. You left over. You you are literally a leftover person from DNA from several men because your mama couldn't stop taking dick. And you in here talking about look at shit. Your mama got a triple double of cum in her face. That's the only thing right now. Your mama took more more three point cum shots than the Chicago Bulls made in the game tonight. Watch yourself. Do you really think that you that th today is the day to try that shit with me? Do you think that that today is the day for that? Watch yourself. Now look at you. You could have just allowed the Chicago Bulls to be victims, but now you're a victim. Now you're a victim. What are we talking about, man? Austin in the building. I haven't seen Austin around here in a while. Hard to watch. It is what it is, Austin, man. It is what it is, Brody. The real Don P says Bulls uh, could legit go five and twenty down the stretch. Here with that slate of games you just brought up, this could leave them at thirty-three and fifty-three. Maybe not a bad draft pick. I mean, listen. When you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes, and the prize that the Bulls may win is a high lottery pick. Now, I think that that can actually help the Bulls considerably, but we'll see what happens with that. Why am I coming in on Hayes? Oh, you know, I mean, it is what it is. The future of this Bulls team looked god-awful tonight. This is one of the reasons some won't uh, move on from DeMar or aren't sure if they want uh, to want to our backcourt play like ass. Listen, the ba yeah, the backcourt of the future play like ass tonight. Absolutely play like ass tonight. It's bad. It's absolutely bad. And the Bucks fired their coach for a 32-14 and 14 start. Uh, we lost to the Pistons, AK continuity uh, in competitive. Well, they also fired their coach because their, their star players asked for it, right? They didn't want him there. Um, I would love one day for us to be able to fire a coach who was 30-12. and 12. Hey, right now, we would absolutely love for that to happen, right? Let's let's get a coach that can go 30 and 12. <laughs> BR from the camps. Oh, no. Listen, this BR hired me when I was at my worst of Petty Roosevelt. That's when they hired me. So they they know what they know what they got coming. As long as I don't do it over on BR, we're good. We're good. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna be a delusional Bulls fan until the day I die. Bad loss for the Bulls. We're gonna come back. Let's hope so, bro. Let's hope, let's hope so. Uh, just a disclaimer for everyone again. If you soft, please don't react. Hayes is clearly pissed off right now, and rightfully so. So don't get upset if he roasts you for your opinion. Much love. I'm not listen, I'm not gonna roast anybody for their opinion. Now, if you come left at me, you're you're on the board to be a victim. 
uh, in the Bucks fire. You already said that, but thank you for the super chat, brother. I wasn't going to miss your comment, man. Hey, the Bulls just lost to the Pistons for the second time. The Warriors will give the Bulls problem. For the rest of the season, the Bulls have zero gimme wins. I Nobody said it's a gimme win, but it is a win that the a team that the Bulls can beat on. I think you're missing c- comprehension of the context in which things are said are highly important, bro. Highly important, man. Accident for the repair. Oh, no, you good, bro. You good, bro. You good. What? what? Bro, shut the fuck up. See, see that football candy? Please, for the life of God, shut the fuck up about bulls and ownership. For once in your life, pick a different topic. You trying to drill the same shit over and over again like it's going to change anything. Like I just told somebody, don't become a victim. Football, CF Candy, pick a different avenue. You have the right to have your opinion. Nobody's taking that away. But stop with the over-reluctance on ownership when you don't understand what the fuck is going on with this team. Pick something else. Don't become a victim. I love you. You're one of my favorite users here. You are way too intelligent of a person for you to keep parakeeting the same goddamn shit like it's going to change anything. What are we doing here, bro? Billy Donovan needs to start uh, trusting his bench except for Javon Carter. Hey, we need you to trust everybody on the bench. But that ball-headed hoe, don't trust him. Don't trust the ball-headed hoe. Everybody but the ball-headed hoe, trust them. I mean, listen, that's definitely definitely something that we can look at. Uh, pathetic is all I can say. Two for 29 from three. But, yeah, we don't need any shooting, right? Well, I mean, technically they had a shooting. And Earl team And Billy Donovan looked at them and said, hey, man, we're two for 29 from the, from, from, from the three-point line, right? Um, we got this ball-headed hoe in Javon Carter. He's 0 for 4. Put him back in the game. But, Coach, he's going to hit him. Trust me. He's going to get on fire. Put him back in the game. But, Coach, we got a 40% three-point shooter. The, the front office recruited him this offseason. They brought him over from Europe. He worked his way up through the G League. We think he should give him. No, fuck that. Don't even worry about it. Play the veteran. Give me the ball-headed hole. And Javon, it, listen, it, it, I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't know what to tell you, bro. Hayes, do you think uh, DeMar DeRozan will leave in free agency for nothing to sign an extension? Here's what I'll say. My mindset on it is this, is that clearly the team and DeMar are far apart on something. And so that leads me to think that if the Bulls were to sign him to an extension, it means that they're going to probably have to overpay. So I wouldn't do that. Not for DeMar, not for the state of the team. Again, not crapping on DeMar for who he is or anything like that. If the team was in a better place, if we were a team that was like making it to the second round of the playoffs, okay, make sure you keep DeMar. But for a team that's fighting for a ninth seed and loss to an eight-win team two times, I I I I can't I can't wrap my head around logically paying for for a play to keep a player like that. Wow, that's crazy. Hold on, let me get I get let me get this trading <laughs> trading the penis wearing number five. That's crazy. That's crazy. Hayes, I truly believe that the Bulls aren't interested in winning. No, listen, I, I I can't get with that because there's there's no way that you can take over a job and try to do your job reliably if you're not trying to win basketball games. I do think that they want to win. It's the fact of how they get to it, right? And and this team, this front office right now, is just really tied to the players that they brought in here. So that's, I think, the bigger thing than than saying they don't want to win. I think they do want to win, but they're trying to win their specific way, and they haven't realized yet it's not working. It's not working. Hayes, can you explain what direction Acme is going in? If he wants to be competitive, then how can you explain zero major trades and zero major free agent signings in three years? Well, again, he's hoping for development. That's one thing. You were. And to, to, the, to his credit, Kobe White did make a leap. AK told us. He told us at the introductory press conference they were looking for one of the young players to make a leap, and Kobe made it. Now, 
you didn't expect in that same time to lose Zach Levine. Zach Levine to request a trade, lose one of your solid role players in Torrey Craig. Patrick Williams goes down. So a combination of those things. Had, let's say, the season went perfectly, Kobe hit this growth while Zach Levine was here. That At that point, you have a dynamic backcourt, right? Now, I don't think Kobe averages like 25 with Zach Levine being here, but I do think at that point you have Kobe, Zach, DeMar, and Vooch, all players that are able to fill it up. Now, with that said, as far as not making trades, the not making trades things again, I think last season I talked about this a lot. The Bulls didn't have, they had, they were top heavy salaries. They didn't have a lot of those mid salaries. So to make a big trade would have taken them to give up a lot of their players to facilitate that happening. Now, you could have counteracted that by, by planning it out better, right? So there are reasons, there are legitimate reasons of the minutia of it, of why it didn't happen. But it still goes back to this is the situation that this front office put themselves in. So you still you still owe that. You still owe that. Honestly, Hayes, I could probably lock up Javon Carter on defense. You don't have to lock up Javon Carter on defense. He's not going to shoot the ball. I mean, he's not going to make the shot. You ain't got to lock him up. Just look at him. That's your defense on Javon Carter. Just stare at the motherfucker. Just keep looking at the bastard. That's it. At least we ain't the Blackhawks being 15 and 39. If that was us right now, everyone would be fired by now. No, they wouldn't. Because unfortunately, they probably wouldn't. Billy Donovan still got a secret extension. AK uh, Eversley, if Eversley decides to say they're going to get at least 12 years at the job, that just is the nature of it. Now, the Blackhawks also lost Connor Bedard for a long stretch there when he broke his jaw. On top of that, they're clearly in a rebuild. They did extremely well in the draft, but it's still going to take some time for them. Still going to take some time. Big Diesel says, hey, if Acme is betting on development, then why wait four years into your career to hire development? Well, okay, Big Diesel, let me respond to that. There are four teams in the NBA that have development departments. Not every team has a development department. Not every team. And even when people are like, the Bulls don't have a shooting coach, how you don't have a shooting coach? Nine teams in the NBA have a shooting coach. So it's not rare. Like, again, and like I always say, we are so zoomed into the Chicago Bulls that we think that the things that the Bulls do are like this albatross across the NBA. They're not. They're actually pretty common. There are four teams in the NBA with development departments. Four of them. That's it. Out of 30 teams, four teams have departments that are strictly geared towards development. So F this team. For some reason, I still continue to watch them, and it takes years off my life. Listen, this ain't even the worst that we've been through, though. I hear you, Hayes, but why would you in consecutive years sign veteran guards if you were prioritizing your young guards' development to play over him? I think uh, they lucked into Kobe's development. What do you mean? Kobe's always played over those other guards. What are you talking about? Always. Kobe's always played a lot of minutes. And I honestly think that time that Kobe went through going off the bench actually helped his development because he had to realize I'm not coming into this game to jack up a bunch of shots. I have to figure out how to impact the game without that. So I don't I don't know what you're talking about there, bro. Like I said, I'm all for honest critique of the team, but I'm also going to, even in my rage, still try to be as logical as I can. One word, embarrassing, just embarrassing, bro. I don't see any direction for this team whatsoever. Not sure what we're doing at this point. Hoping, bro. Hoping to be competitive. I don't even know why the fuck I turned in tonight, uh, tuned in tonight, spending my money on the goddamn TV bill to watch that embarrass embarrasses me. That's, uh, I mean, listen. Please don't remind us about Derrick Rose. At, who said something about Derrick Rose? I must have missed that. I get uh, competition, but at least sign a competent guard, not Goran Dragic, who's playing 25 minutes a game instead of Kobe White. Goran Dragic never played 25 minutes a game, so what are you talking about? He never played 25 minutes a game over Kobe White. The only time Goran played over Kobe White is when um, when Kobe was hurt or out a game. So what do you like, – you're, you're living in an alternate reality at this point, bro, because the things that you're saying just didn't happen. Like, it didn't happen. Goran Dragic did not play 25 minutes tonight. So, like, what, like, like what, what are we talking about here, bro? 
What are we talking about? Because that what what you're saying right now just in reality didn't happen. So yeah. Put Io at the one and get Kobe more looks. It's not going to get Kobe more looks. And Io is not a distributor like that. We saw the Io at the one. Io is much better off ball. Like, what are we talking about? No, it's not about justifying it, but it's about the reality. You're you're expecting the team to do something that just isn't commonly done. That's that's that you're not going to get roasted for that. But that's just not not. Why would you expect a team to do something that's not common across the NBA? That would, for example, would, would like that that would be like oh how the Chicago Bears just hired their first woman coach. Oh, well, why would you just do that? Everybody should have a woman. And again, that's kind of a bad comparison, but it's not about it making it right for them. But teams develop players without having a player development department. The bigger problem is all it is like you're using the hindsight of us hiring a player development department and then say, oh, well, we should have did that. Four teams in the NBA have player development departments, meaning it's not a common thing in the NBA. So why would they do it? They they realize, hey, we need something drastic in here to develop these players, and then they did it. And they went out and got one of the best development coaches in the, in, in the world. You can be competitive with the current co- crop of players, just recoup draft capital for the future and give the young players actual playing time to develop. But that's not – you're not going to be really competitive. And, that, and that's fine, right? The thing is that I, I've said about this front office is that it seems like they're terrified to take a momentary step back to take a, a long-term step forward. And that's going to be something that always hurts them, always hurts them. Confirm the second-worst three-point uh, shooting game, minimum 25 attempts. That's crazy. That's crazy. And that's the franchise that we follow, y'all. Uh, did you hear what Casey Johnson said about Patrick? His injury progressed to a stress factor, fracture. Doesn't surprise me. I mean, listen, we we talked about it. When that injury came down, the one thing that happens with that is literally get get – him off like stop having him walk he's even still standing around what are we doing like we we got it we got to figure some things out man Vern says uh I hear you Hayes but how can you blame Acme Billy first before the owner of his franchise everybody deserves blame but it starts with the owner and fish rots the very no that's it doesn't because again that's a bad comparison the owners aren't running the day-to-day with the team the only mandate that Jerry Reinsdorf has is don't go over the luxury tax the place where the Bulls are at are from a series of bad decisions because of the GM making bad decisions. So, no, because the ownership is separated from that. As far as, like, they can – like the thing, the time that we can blame strictly ownership is if we built up a team that's good enough and then we're like, hey, we just need that umph to be a championship team. And Jerry's like, well, we can't go into the luxury tax, for, so figure it out. That's when, it's, that's when it starts from the top down. But where it is right now, the day-to-day isn't run by Jerry or Michael Reinsdorf. That's Arturo Carter Silver who runs the day to day. He built this team. Jerry Reinsdorf didn't call AK and say, "Hey, trade for Vooch." Jerry Reinsdorf didn't call AK and say, "Hey, sign Demar Derozan." Jerry Reinsdorf didn't call and say, "Hey, don't go get us any any rim protection or three point shooting." Jerry Reinsdorf didn't call and say, "Hey, Billy Donovan, don't play earn a lot team." So no, I think we like to go to ownership because we know that ownership has this don't spend into the luxury tax mandate. And then we like to make everything blamed on that. And that's just not reality. Adrian says, it just seems AK stuck on his idea of the initial team refuses to pivot from it. That should be a fireball off offense, especially with no direction. That's why I think there's so many fans looking at ownership. Well, I agree with you. AK had a solid plan to change this team. He did number one team in the East. We wouldn't stay there, but he, he built a solid team of the pieces and how they fit together. Right. Individual pieces still had mad questions, but how that all worked together w- was really good. And had, you know, you not lost Lonzo, you would have been able to use the last three now off seasons to kind of at fill the holes and gaps on that team. 
Because like I said, imagine Lonzo didn't go down. He was fully healthy, right? You add Andre Drummond and let Lonzo use Andre Drummond in the pick and roll, that's dangerous. Let's say then you add Torrey Craig to what you already have in three-point shooting with Lonzo Ball, Kobe making a step, Torrey Craig, and, and what he's able to do, again, another step forward. But he, his inability to pivot off that initial vision is literally crippling this team right now. Completely agree with you there, Adrian. Completely agree with you. But if Acme's goal was Kobe IOMP will to take the next step as part of your master plan, the hiring a dev team would make sense, just a disagreement. Well, again, but you're asking him to do something that you typically don't do. Players develop, typically, he, he expected players to develop. Again, the bigger problem with this is that Billy Donovan doesn't run his system in a way to allow players to develop. Then they had to pivot and say, hey, Billy, you're not cutting it right now. Let's go out and get some other people. You can't keep expecting somebody to do something that's just not common in your in your given area. It's just not. I think that uh, they're going to bounce back tomorrow night. We still have the fight in us, but after the way the Cavaliers won tonight, they're going to be riding high. So well, keep in mind, the Cavaliers completely been killing us. They basically owned us for the last two seasons. So, I mean, let's hope. I'm, I'm definitely going to hope that the Bulls can come in there and get a win. But, hey, they're going to have to show it. They're definitely going to have to show it. Here's something that we can agree on. Acme first plan was successful, but once that failed, Acme never had a plan B. That's I agree, hundred percent agree with you there. And I think that first year they were really, they really did think Lonzo was going to be able to come back. AKs even admitted it. That, you know, after that, the first year after that team got got together. But yeah, they pivoted terribly, really terribly. But all right, y'all, I appreciate you guys so much for everything, man. I got to get ready to go do Locked on Bulls. Make sure you guys are following the channel at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullsCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related, thanks to you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See red if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.